Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey guys, how you doing? Welcome back to the REI Network Podcast. Uh, today I have a awesome guest. He's a good friend of mine. We actually co-host a podcast together as well, uh, which we're going to talk about. So let me bring him over. Here he is, Mr. Don Costa. Don, how What's are you? Up? I'm good. How are you, buddy? Yeah, good. I appreciate you doing this. You know, I know we talk. We do a show together every single week, live, every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. At 12 Eastern, 11 Central, and 9 Pacific. There we go. Mm -hmm. And it is Coffee with Closers Live. It's me, you, and David Dodge. Uh, We've been doing it now for, I don't know, maybe 15 weeks consistently. Is that right? Uh, We got quite a few in our belt. Somewhere between 12 and 15, I would say, yeah. I I kind of lost count, but it's it's, uh, it's amazing how consistent we've we've been with it. So we weren't sure when we started it if it was going to be something we were going to keep on doing. And and I think we like doing it. So get to answer questions and interact with the audience. And now it's a podcast. So I enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. So guys, if you're listening to us, if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you give us a like and subscribe. But every Wednesday we go live on my YouTube channel, same as Don's and David's. And also we have a Facebook group, Coffee with Closers Live, and then also a new podcast that is just launched. So make sure you go and plug in and check that out. And it's a lot of fun. It's all live. We bring guests on. We do a lot of content, answer a lot of questions live, Hmm. and it is absolutely great. And we get to hang out. So, but Don, before we jump in, Let's talk about Don Costa. I mean, you are a beast in our industry. I've known you for a while now. We're in masterminds together. Um, But I want to take people back to you getting started, a bit of experience, because you are, I'd say, a veteran. Compared to me, at least, you're a veteran, right? Um, Yeah, I'm old. (laughs) I've been around for a while. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, uh, started in 2003. So we're talking about um, 18 years um, in this business with a little hiatus of losing everything in the middle, but uh, by 18 years in this business. And and I can still remember, um, you know, being scared of all the things that everybody is scared of, you know, not having enough money, not knowing what to do, not knowing whether or not it's a deal. I remember going out house hunting, looking for deals, you know, trying to identify something that was an opportunity and not knowing, not having the confidence to to really explain it to the people around me, I think, and pull the trigger. And uh, so, yeah, um, 2003 is when I actually put my feet to the fire and got going. Yeah, no, that's great. And then obviously you you were successful. You were kind of on cloud nine. Everything was going well. And uh, you just kind of mentioned it. Everything then went south and you lost everything. What happened? Why did that happen? And what were the big changes you when you got back into the business and kind of started again? What What did you do differently? You know, so basically, I started believing my own bull. You know, for the most part, I believed my own story, and uh, and that's part of the issue for for losing everything. And I think as entrepreneurs, a lot of us go through that. Um, there are a lot of people right now that are that are having tremendous success in this market, and they're not realizing that success overall is it's market driven. Um, you know, for the most part. And unless you are being smart about your business and running a real business, um, the market's going to guide your ability to succeed or fail. 
in this industry. So not understanding that aspect of it, um, being a bottleneck in my organization, not being a good leader, not running a real company, um, all those things um, came to a head when 2008 hit. Had I, had I been a good leader and ran a real company and pivoted properly, I, I probably wouldn't have lost everything. But what happened was I was so full of my own garbage and so intense on doing things my way and not listening to any advice from anybody that when the market turned, ultimately at the end of the day, it was like, um, you know, a ship full of holes or, or like a rock that pulled me under. And my mindset, you know, went from, you know, I went from this strength mindset, this full of myself mindset to grasping at straws. And I remember sitting on my shower uh, floor crying, not really crying, but uh, almost crying one yeah. morning in the shower, realizing that I couldn't make payroll, that I couldn't pay rent, um, you know, that I was out of money, essentially. And there's something about going into survival mode where you just focus on the little pebbles in front of you instead of the big obstacles you need to be focused on as a business owner. And I started focusing on the pebbles and it was just a, a downward spiral from there. It wasn't until essentially hitting rock bottom, you know, not being able to pay my mortgage or my light bill, uh, not even be able to buy my family Taco Bell. I went to Taco Bell one time, my credit card wouldn't clear. It wasn't until I hit rock bottom like that, that I finally pulled my head out of my rear end and yeah. and realized that the only thing I was good at was real estate investing. And if I was going to really be successful the way I wanted to be, I had to get back in the game. And that took me almost four years to do, by the way, to pull my head out of my butt. It was it was a very hard pull and it took a while. So, you know, I got back in the game in 2012. I met with an investor who I talked into backing me on a deal and we bought a house from an agent on off the MLS in 2012, in June 2012. And I renovated and resold it and I made 20 grand. I had to split it with the guy and I was back in the business. So yeah. You know, changes, you hit changes in the question. Some of the changes that I made, just being grounded, being real, understanding the, you know, as an entrepreneur that this is a journey of education. Every next step, we don't have any experience in, right? There's no no college degree. There's nothing that, that can teach us that. So every next step is is a slice of humility, an opportunity to grow, something to learn and, an, and, and the possibility of failure. And so um, realizing that and realizing that I had to be around a good circle of people. That's one of the reasons why you're in my circle, because like, you got to surround yourself with smart people and mastermind with these people on a regular basis. You got to have a good team around you. And you got to trust your team and not be a bottleneck, be a good leader and get out of their way. All those lessons I learned you know, when the money's really, really good, it's not because I'm a genius and I, you know, it's because opportunity met preparation and I just happened to get it right. Or for instance, right now the market's on fire and being level-headed about that, I think is important. So a few takeaways, I guess, from these yeah, and everything. Absolutely. And we're going to touch on some of these points that you just made. What was, before I do, when you, when you were being crazy, I, I'd say crazy, how many flips was you doing at once when it kind of, when you were like top flight, like going at it? You mean this time around or last time around? Last time around. Okay, so we were doing really, really good last time around. I had a, but I had a real estate company, a property management company, a mortgage company. All were doing well, and I was flipping houses. And back then, I would say, you know, ten, fifteen a month was a good month for me. I wasn't like just bawling crazy um, as a rehabber. I had multiple things going on, but rehabbing was was my core proposition. Yeah. But then even then, you've got it higher than that in the recent times, right? I've gotten it higher than that. But here's the thing. Back then, it wasn't ran like a real business. It was thrown against the wall. We'd buy a house. We'd have a loosey-goosey budget. We'd do a handshake deal with the contractor. They'd come in and basically throw paint on everything. And we'd sell it and it always took two to three times longer than it was supposed to and cost me more. And yeah. I didn't care because the market hid all those mistakes of running a bad business. So it was easy to be a rock star. It's like, it, again, right now, you go in without a plan on a rehab, you're probably going to make more money than expected. 
And that was the way it was then. I was buying houses subject to, so I wasn't using any of my own money. I was leveraging investor capital to do the rehabs. And then I wasn't even really, I didn't have a property manager. I almost never checked on the rehabs. It was just basically, oh, it's going to take longer and cost more. Okay, well, now I'm going to make $10,000 more than expected, $15,000, $20,000 more than expected. So it was different. This time around, we have systems and processes, you know, accountability. We pay our contractors a certain way. They have to finish at a certain time. We need to be on budget. We're, we're accounting for everything project managers are checking the properties on a regular basis. It's just different. It's a different animal, different beast. And, you know, we're accountable to the outcome this time around. Yeah. No, that's great. That's really, really good. And I think that's, you know, it's important. I think failures, I think it's good. And I, I have a positive on it because I think that's the only way you grow and learn, right? I think mm-hmm. your experience, you were humbled, right? You were humbled a lot. I didn't know you before then. But from what you've said in the past, I think you you were humbled. Um, and I think you probably agree that you, maybe your personality is different now to what it used to be because of the things that you've gone through. And I think that's good to to be able to guide others, right? In what we do as educators, you know, you're like me, you know, you have, you know, programs and people that we're going to talk about here uh, that kind of follow you and, and look up to you, but you're just using your experience to mm. say, don't do what I did, right? And that's what cutting the the learning curve is about you know to, to be able to do that and, and i still ask you you know right. like you're you do a lot more direct mail we've had conversations you mm-hmm. know i i do a lot of cold call and things like that and when it comes to direct mail I, I don't do a lot of it so i you know go to my core group of people and we're going to get on to the importance of masterminds but being able to come to you and say because you do that like, what do you think what mm-hmm. uh, this is what i'm thinking and you're going there yeah, i wouldn't do that because of this and this is what my experience is and then i'm able to you know pick up on that and then adjust accordingly for my market so i think that's that's really important so having them core people around is really important you're probably one of the best networkers i called this my company rei network because that's what it is, right? Everything's about networking. And you are probably one of the best in the business in terms of, you know, we're in a couple of masterminds together and you're in more than, than me and I'm in your mastermind, you know, which is incredible. And the next one is coming up here in November as mm-hmm. we record this right. uh, in Nashville. So that's going to be a fun time. And, but talk to me, Don, a little bit about that. Let's, let's jump in. Obviously you've, you're, you're a master rehabber. You, you do things virtual. You can wholesale. You can do, you've done sub twos. You've, you've done it all. And now I feel like you've got a new purpose, right? Over the last year or two that you've set up a mastermind and just explain to our viewers kind of what is a mastermind and, and what does it take? What does it look like? What does it do? So a, a mastermind done the right way is is a community. It, it's having the right people around you that are fighting the same battle you are, going the same direction you are. The best way to describe it is, you know, you're you're, you're alone in your business. You know, you know, they always say that you know crap rolls uphill in business, right? You know, you don't go complaining to your employees. You handle all the issues, all the problems. You're making the decisions. The responsibility of your team is on you. Marketing, whether or not you're profiting, carrying your family. You can't always go home to your spouse and have a conversation with your spouse about your struggles. They don't understand it. And sometimes we don't want to put the weight of it on them. As entrepreneurs, we're built built differently than most people around us. So it's an opportunity to get in a room of like-minded people going the same direction, um, working on the same things, having the same challenges, having a community that understands you and um, your thought process, what you're going through. They may have tried something that you're thinking about trying and then they'll be able to share the results. You may be able to test something together, you know, at, on opposite sides of the country, you know, and so on and so forth. You may be able to save somebody yourself from making a bad decision. So it's a community and 
it's really about, you know, not just taking, but but giving to it as well. And and the idea behind it is to make sure that you have your board of advisors, your people that are your trusted um, confidants that you can go to it for advice. Like you called me up about some direct mail questions and I gave you my experience. What you do for your business is your decision, but you had a sounding board for, well, this is what I've learned. This is what I've done. I've sent out almost 2 million postcards over a two-year period. I don't know many people who've done that in a two-year period. So, yeah. you know, I'm able to give you solid information. So that's what it's about, you know, is, is making sure that you're in the right room with the right people. And the other thing, too, in, in the, when it talks, talks about, like, the education space and, and then real-world experience, like, how I would have been as an educator in 2004 and how I am as an, an educator now, I'm two different people. You know, in 2004... I had this optimistic naivety that anything was possible, nothing could go wrong, you know, and I would have, you know, I would have been, uh, it's hard, hard to explain, but this high energy, high hyped, over, over, over promise individual, right? And yeah. now I'm straightforward, like you step here, success, you step there, um, you get your leg in, in a bear trap, right? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm the guy that's going to tell you, yeah, that's going to cause a lawsuit. Sounds great. Yeah. And, yeah, and pe- yeah. people are teaching it, but that's going to cause a lawsuit. Ask me how I know. So, because they had been in them. So those are the people you want to be in the room with in a mastermind is real business people that are, that have real world experience. are going to be able to co- collaborate with you on that experience. Yeah, no, that's great. And the good thing is as well with masterminds is that, that you have to apply, you have to be the right person, the right mm. fit. It's not about the money. And, and I think that's where people miss. And I think there's probably some masterminds out there that is in it for the money, but you know, I know what yours like. I know what your personality is like. And you're very much, are you going to fit in to this group? And I know as well that you have got no problem with if someone does come in and they don't fit, telling them they where to go in a, in a yeah. nice way. <laughs> right? So I think that's important. So if, if someone's listening right now and they want to go to the next level, right, and they want to be, you know, it's probably hitting home. If they're doing business, you're exactly right. You know, I keep my business completely separate, you know, to my wife. We, I make mm-hmm. an odd comment. She'll know if I'm not having a good day and if I am you know, because it's probably on my face and in my personality, what's coming across. But for the most part, we don't talk about it. Um, And you're exactly right. I just think why stress everybody else out if I'm stressed, right? Right. And it's not, I don't want to cut you off, but it's not that your wife's a bad person. I met your wife. She's an incredible person. You guys, you know, are obviously, you know, great people together. She's in a completely different field. Yeah. Her Absolutely. career is a completely different field, you know, than, than yours. And and I, I'm sure she doesn't want, as well, she wants to understand you and cares about what you do. I don't think she wants to learn your business. No, yeah, you're so, exactly yeah. right. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's good. I mean, we do a mastermind in Tulum. Yeah. You know, it's obviously when they, the, you know, the wives come out and, uh, you know, they do their thing and, and we're left to do ours. And yeah, for that exact, that exact reason. Mm-hmm. Because we're not on, the way that we'd look at things would be different, you know, mm-hmm. that, you know, if we did have a conversation, you know, she might have it from being a nurse and, and she'd probably have a different perspective, not as an entrepreneur, right? And, and, and it would come it would come from the heart. She would care. The advice she would yeah. give you would, would matter, to, you know, from her perspective, but it may not be the right advice for your business because her experience is different. And that's really the yeah. important part about being in the right room with the right people. Yeah, no, I, I love that. So what's the mastermind? Obviously, I know what it's called, but what is it called? And how do people, if they're watching this going, you know what, I want to go to the next level i want to get into a group of people you know and be 
around like-minded people? How do they go about it? How do they inquire to see if they'll be even a good fit? So uh, it's called the Inner Circle Elite. And the best way to uh, to find out more information is go to beinthisroom.com because that's the room you want to be in. Easy to remember, beinthisroom.com. And um, you, there's an application process. Fill out the application, schedule a um, strategy call, and we'll have a conversation with you. We'll make sure we're a fit for you and you're a fit for us. And, and then we'll take the next steps. So ultimately, at the end of the day, if we can't serve you, we want you to know that. And if, you, if you're not going to be able to collaborate with the community, then we want to know that. And so if you're a good person, if you're a giver, and you're you're ready to consume and take advice from people and really, you know, just, I guess, be a decent human being, then you're probably going to fit if, if you're if you're striving to build your business and, and make it better and you're, you're, you're doing things already. So, but uh, beinthisroom.com is where you go. Beinthisroom.com. Com. Love it. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. And in your your meeting, uh, the meetings that uh, you're doing three or four four times a year in person. And four times a year. Yeah, which helps with accountability mm-hmm. and, uh, and and taking action and holding you know people to the fire as well. So, yeah, we have we have vir- we have virtual meetings um, every month. We don't have a physical meeting. We have the physical meetings four times a year at different spots around the country. Um, we have a Facebook community. We got a member porthole portal you know, uh, with access to different uh, training videos, different things like that. I got a lot of things planned. One of the things I want to do, um, and I'll just mention it here, it's something that's in the works is, you know, we're building out like training segments, generic training segments for your team that you can just put your team in front of when you hire the certain positions and augment with your training. And we're collaborating with different members to build that out. We're trying to do a lot of done for you opportunities with collaboration with with some incredible people in the group so that as as members uh, are growing their business they don't have to um, reinvent the wheel and bang their head against the wall so there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes my job is to under promise and over deliver and that's something that uh, we'll be working really really hard to do awesome love that love that so check that out guys okay so moving on then let's talk about what advice would you give like to somebody started in this crazy market we talked about this market and and what i was feeling was is that this market is hot right now uh and i think it can make people look good and i think that's kind of what you were kind of getting at right is that we can take a rehab and anyone can make money right now because things are getting bids it has softened a little bit in my opinion across multiple states it's not as crazy as it was let's say two months ago but it is still crazy so What what do people need to watch for? And you've been through the crash, right? I haven't very open about that. I do believe the way that I invest, the way that I run my business, that I am somewhat recession proof and the, the way that I do things. But again, that, that's my opinion. But what from what you see, what should people be aware of in this market if they are starting to invest? Well, first of all, I want to say that I think the market is softening a little bit right now because people are going back to school for real. And that does take a little bit of demand out of the market. Every every year around the end of July, beginning of August, the market does kind of soften a little bit. So <clears throat> that doesn't mean the, the market overall is going to come off what it's been doing, but it's something to watch. You know, 2000, I started in 2003, four and five, which were the, was the uptick of the last market. I was still able to get good deals, um, great deals. I worked pre-foreclosures and tax liens. So people that want to get started now, there's a lot of opportunities. There's still people that don't want to list their home that you're a solution for. So if you're just getting started, don't feel like it's a hot market and there's no deals. I started in a hot market and did very, very, very well. So I'm going to plug that in there. The other thing is, is the difference between investing and speculating. And the biggest mistake that most people made in 2003, four, and five, is they started speculating. You're betting the market. You're playing it like it's the stock market. And you can't do that. Markets have cycles. 
period in real estate. And you got to always prepare for the worst and hope for the best. And what I mean by that is just run a good business. It doesn't mean, oh, the sky is falling every day. It just run a good business. If it doesn't make sense business-wise in a normal market, then it's probably not going to make sense now. So don't mm-hmm. bet, don't bet that like for instance, we got a property, we locked it up eight months ago. We were just talking about this morning. It was a it was a situation where there was some some things to work out on title and the um, owner needed to identify a place to live and all kinds of stuff. It was a long drawn out escrow. Eight months ago we had an offer as a wholesale for eight grand. Okay. In eight months the comp has changed so much that we're 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 saying that somewhere in, in close to thirty thousand dollars. That is not because I'm a genius, but in two thousand three, four, and five, I would have thought I was. That is simply because the market conditions are, are fluctuating and changing. Had I locked that property up thinking, oh, well, I'm going to hold this thing in escrow for eight months so I can lock it up for $30,000 more, especially yeah. if you're rehabbing. Now, wholesaling, not so bad, but if you're rehabbing, that's a, that's a recipe for getting caught with your pants down at some point. And yeah. nobody wants to get caught with their pants down. So just be be smart. Don't believe the hype. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. People are out there promising all kinds of crazy stuff. There's some crazy guru stuff going on right now. This is about running a real business. This is about building a real future. And this is about be, building legacy. And as long as you keep that in mind every day, you come in to do what you're going to do, you're going to be fine. Yeah, no, I agree. There's a lot of influencers out there, right? Gurus or influencers, and that's what they're good at is influencing, building a following. And it can't, it's not always good information. So I think everyone should, and if, if someone approaches me, and they want to work with me and they don't know anything about me, the first thing I say is go and research me, go and watch podcasts, go and check me out on YouTube, go and get familiar with the way that I teach, the way I speak, the way I do things, and then make sure we're a good fit, right? And that's what that's what I always say, because you should not be investing in someone that you know nothing about. Right. Personal opinion. So, yeah, I agree 100% with that. I think that's good advice. So let's talk real quick about, we mentioned it before, but Coffee with Closers. Again, mm-hmm. just want to touch on base for people. Me, Don, and David Dodge are doing Coffee with Closers every Wednesday live. We have not missed a Wednesday since we've started this. We're on week somewhere between 12 and 15. Uh, we should know, but we don't. And yeah, we have guests come on. It's live on my YouTube or Don's uh, YouTube. And it is also, we have a private Facebook group, uh, Coffee with Closers Live. And now we have its own podcast where they're actually being released as a mm-hmm. podcast. So so make sure you go like and subscribe and check them out because I think you, they're, they're really good. We have a good time. We have a laugh, but we also answer questions. It's real and just no BS, is there? No, there's not. And and the cool thing about about it is we we come from different perspectives and different opinions. Like, you know, you'll have a, a take on something that might take maybe different. You know, we give Dave a bad time because he wants 100 rental doors. And to you and I, it's like drinking bleach, right? The idea of having 100 doors. So yeah. and we come from different perspectives. And, and there are some things we completely agree on. And there's some things that you'll get different takes on. And I think that's what's cool, you know, about it. And we're all good friends. We've all hung out together outside of you know, events and different things like that. And so it's genuine conversation and uh, we care about the questions that are being asked. We care about the, you know, the people who are listening and making sure that the information is sound. So you left out coffeewithclosers.com. There's some giveaways there. I don't want to necessarily throw one more thing for people to go do, but you can also sign up to get notified uh, about the lives there as well. Yeah, And uh, that's an opportunity for you to, uh, to get in touch. The cool thing about it is it's a live show and you can ask questions. We're answering questions. And yeah. That's the important thing to understand is if yeah. you want to get your questions answered and you want to have different perspectives, that's where you go. And, and Gavin does more of a lifestyle business. I have an office and I run you know, more of a larger scale business. 
Dave does a lot of the burr method. So it's different. We can we can answer just about any question you have. Yeah, no, I, and it's good because we don't always agree, and that's when it gets right. funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we have a we have a good time, and normally it is with Dave. <laughs> right. But yeah, it, it's good, and, and the reason, guys, if you're again, if you're listening. That I'm bringing this up. We have nothing to sell there, and it is live, and we're just trying to outreach as many people as possible. You know, we'd love to get hundreds and hundreds of people watching us live and interacting because it's a lot of fun. And it all started with us just really getting together once a week to catch up. And then that evolved to, hey, we should make this a show and let people watch us. And then we started bringing guests on. And and, mm-hmm. and even we're thinking of potentially taking live calls at some points and getting people to actually come on live. So there's a lot of cool things in the works that we're working on. So make sure you check that out. Uh, Don, just before we get done here, I appreciate your time. I know you are a busy man doing deals and running, uh, running, running around. One thing, what would one thing that you tell someone, again, just to finish on, if someone was looking, never done anything, and wanted to start getting involved in real estate investing, what would you tell them? You know, there, there's there's so much. The first thing I would do is I would sit down and take an accounting of like, what what are your skill sets and what are your not? And, and, and I'll try to make this quick, but do you need to burn the ships? Or do you need security? Okay, answer that for yourself. I'm a burn the ships guy. Okay, and if if you give me security, I'm never going to take action. So yeah. determine that because that'll determine whether or not you're going to be able to take action and be successful. The second thing is, okay, well, am I accountable to myself or not? If you're somebody that can be accountable to yourself to take action, then there's podcasts. You know, Gavin has a great podcast. I have a podcast called Flip Talk. Um, there's amazing podcasts out there. YouTube channels. There's so much information out there. Be careful where you get it from, but there's so much information out there. And even some of the sources that are probably questionable, still there's still nuggets in there that you can get and take action on it. If you're somebody that doesn't, find a coach or mentor that you align with and go ahead and do that. Yes, they cost money. Why? Because it's our time away from our family. It's our time invested. And we want to make sure that you are invested in yourself. So it costs money, but find a mentor that you align with and pay the money. People say, well, that costs money. But the reality is how much is it going to cost you to make mistakes and trial and error and how long, how much longer is it going to take you to get there by yourself where we can take a lot of that and just, and, and take what would probably take you a year and make it two or three months. And so, you know, we fast track you and there's a reason for that. And so, you know, find out how you learn. And, you know, I, I was a self-starter for a long time, but there was a point in my business where I had to start getting mentorships and be part of communities. So, you know, some people, they need the mentorship up front and then maybe they can take it on their own down the road. So sit down and take a self-accounting and then take action, take massive and perfect action because yeah. there is no such thing as perfect. It's never going to be perfect. I fail every single day and every single day I'm happy to do it. Yeah. And that's the only way we learn. I love yeah. that. I appreciate yeah. it. I think that's perfect advice. Again, couldn't agree more. And that's what that's what people need to do. I, I said it earlier is that you need to research who you're working with. And, you know, if you're interested, you know, reach out. And also on the mastermind front, you're always growing. You know, you go from doing deals to doing multiple deals. Mm-hmm. And then you then need it's time to elevate. Okay. And there's more things than just doing more deals. Again, Don touched on it. He has a much bigger business. He has an office. He has a lot of, you know, acquisition. He has a, a bigger you know, budget for marketing and, and all them things. That just doesn't align with me personally. You know, I like the lifestyle more. I like to travel. I like to work from all over the place. And that's what works for me. So everyone's different. And, you know, I think aligning and then elevating into their masterminds. Again, check out Don's Mastermind. Be in this room.com. Check that out and come and join like-minded people. And that is where you're then going to take it to, to new levels. And it's a place as well, I'm going to finish here, where people get real. 
you actually leave the BS at the door mm. and you will, you, I would never say anything what goes on in these masterminds and in, in any of the ones, but you will see the things that you just did not realize happens that happens to people that are influencers that are out there that you think have got perfect lives mm. and that nothing can go wrong. And then when you actually dig deep and get them and get them vulnerable, you go, okay, they're just human. They're just normal. And, uh, and it, and it actually, it gives you a different perspective for me on business um completely so that's why i like it and uh, don on that note i appreciate you bud thank you so much for joining us and uh guys if you're interested like i said working with me reach out support at reinetwork.com or go to reinetwork.com join 